Okay, Blake, I've been working on some jingles for our new website launch. So I've got churchy, churchy, church, church dear. Toby, what have I told you about singing on the podcast? It doesn't work. But you know what is working? Our new website. You can actually get it to load on your phone. You can actually buy a new piece of gear without your phone bursting into flames. Well, what if I spelled it out like C-H-U-R-C-G-E-A-R? Toby, Toby, stop. That is not working. But you know what is working? The search bar on our website. You can actually search speakers and speakers will appear. No joke, that didn't always work. Okay, what if I just did something like go to churchgear.com? Uh, you know what? That one works. Blake, do you know how to hit a curveball? Uh, no, because I've never picked up a baseball bat. Welcome to the Church Gear Podcast, where we pull the tech out of the booth and onto the stage to share the most outlandish stories and hidden wisdom from the tech trenches. And now, here are your hosts. I'm your host, Blake Hodges, a man who actually has picked up a baseball bat when I thought there was a home intruder. And I'm here with my co-host, who would never pick up a baseball bat because he has two AK-47s, Toby Walters. Yeah, I do not have any AK-47s. Let's clarify there, actually... I shot one once, and it scared the crap out of me. Yeah, same for me in high school. So uh, what's a metaphorical curveball, Blake? Uh, I'm assuming that means uh, you you just threw our show doc into the wind, and now here we are. A little bit. So uh, I'm going to mess with you because you've messed with me before, and so... Uh, there's no documentation of that. There's Yes. Um, so, Blake, we're currently recording on Monday, May 8th, and w- what was Saturday, Blake? Oh, the 7th. Oh, the 6th. The 6th. What was May 6th? Um, May the 6th Sith be with you for it Star Wars. It was your Wars? 30th birthday, Blake. Yeah, it's my 30th birthday. So uh, for our millions of listeners out there, congratulate Blake on finally reaching adult-ish am status. I, am I wise now? Are you wise? I don't know. W- what'd you do on your birthday? Give us a little, just a quick little recap. You know, it was a, a train wreck. Um, everything was slightly... Word I cannot say on the podcast. Mm. We were going to go see uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 in the Dolby. Well, the projector didn't work for like 30-something minutes. And when you have high schoolers r- trying to fix a projector, it doesn't go that well. But then it got to play, so it all worked out. Well, then we were going to go eat at Emmy Squared. Yay! Well, we sat there for 20 minutes and no one talked to us, so we had to bounce. Well, then we were going to go to um, Smoking Thighs. And it was like, oh, this is great. They worked out well, and as we're leaving Smoking Thighs, I may or may not, as we get to Five Truths and a Lie, have totaled my father's truck. Uh-oh. We'll find out if that's true. Well, Blake, unfortunately for your birthday, I celebrated as well. I, I was not unaware. Yes, you were. I was, uh, I was with your girlfriend, Blake. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. I went to Taylor Swift. Are you kidding me and uh i have signed ndas so i can't reveal certain information but i was literally 30 feet away from your girl in the 11th row how uh again i signed certain ndas Our buddy get you in i i i can go no further with I... how i got the tickets over the airwaves but uh yes yeah, shelly and i were uh Rocking out to uh, to your lovely lady, Blake. On my 30th birthday. On your birthday. Could have sent me a text to get me Could in. Have. And uh, I, We tried last night, Sunday. We were trying to go. I was going to spend upwards of $400 to get in. That's one ticket, so it's going to be 800 bucks. Yeah, these, I mean, we would have never paid for these tickets. They easily would have been five grand. This is, you know what? 
Toby, something will happen to you today. I will get revenge. A prank <laughs> is coming involving whipped cream and dynamite. Can I select the whipped cream instead of the dynamite? Oh my gosh. Well, you know who I think is quite dynamite? Um, I thought we were going to skip the intro story today, but again, we're now two for two on going off script. Yes, you're um, welcome. Joining us here to talk about our Philo recap today is Dave Rota Grr. Hey guys, how are you? Dave, will you join me in pranking Toby as he has demolished my soul? My birthday um, bad luck is continuing. Okay, 100% absolutely will. But I got a, like, okay, third rabbit trail here for a yeah. second. So um, how much stock in church gear did you have to sell <laughs> to get the Taylor Swift? And why the heck did you not send any video So I have a whole, I have team? a whole lot of video, and I was okay. holding it all just to drop this moment on Blake's face. So I have okay. all sorts of video and pictures from the seats. Like it was, you'll see, and you'll be like, "What in the world?" Oh my um, gosh! You it, went on Saturday. Yes, on Saturday, the perfect weather. So last night, anybody was that was awful. in town knows, like the the concert was delayed for hours, and you had to shelter in place for uh, thunderstorm warnings, and it mm -hmm. was pouring rain for a while. Um, but luckily on Saturday, on thanks for uh, having perfect weather on your birthday, Blake, so I could really enjoy Taylor Swift. Up close and personal. Yeah. I need my 30th to turn around. I'm yeah. two days into it, and it sucks. Well, and I, I was also sitting, um, I mean, maybe 40 feet from Reese Witherspoon. Oh, nice. I saw her videos. Oh, really? Okay, so I follow Reese Witherspoon on Instagram. She's got a great profile, if you don't follow you her. You love that spoon collection, huh? Um, So she's got a great profile. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and, yeah, so I... I ended up seeing some of her stuff, some of her videos. So you were super close because yeah. she was right there. And uh, I mean, just, I mean, we're all production-ish. Like, Dave, you're an actual production guy. And then sure. Blake and I pretend to be production people. But like, I mean, the sights and sounds and the reality, I think it was mm -hmm. the, the biggest D&B rig in the world is what I remember hearing from Zach Brady. Do you know if it was Soundscape? Which is quite impressive because D&B is small. I don't, I don't think it was Soundscape. I mean, just the way it was set up. So again, I'm not a super production guy, but okay, he had okay. arrays, you know, the the, yeah. the left right array, and then okay. on the sides you had the the left right sides. Gotcha. And gotcha, then he gotcha. had two towers. Gotcha. Um, and then the I mean the LED wall was so the center section of the LED mm -hmm. wall was like traditional LED, and then yeah. both like as you continue out on the sides of the LED wall, it was like the see through, the pass through. Yeah. One. Um, and then they had wireless um, Bluetooth-enabled wristbands with LED lights. And so the whole, the entire stadium was coordinated with wristband lights. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yes. That's been a thing. So I think it really got to start with Coldplay, like what, like five, nah, probably seven years ago now. They did a massive tour. And I think they were the first band to introduce a light show by like being at being a part of like the actual people being part of the light show. And so everyone got these co coordinated uh, wristbands. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, I there's a few different companies that doesn't, I forget exactly how it works, but essentially it's, uh, so when I was over at Bayside, we we played with that a little bit. Mm -hmm. And um, and it's basically just uh, DMX control over an RF transmitter. And so you're coming out of the lighting console, going to a uh, radio frequency transmitter, that's transmitting on you know multiple different bands of frequencies, and you can like define zones of people in your venue. Like, okay, zone one will be 
you know, RF frequency this, zone two would be this. And so now you have multiple control over different zones, all that kind of stuff. It's awesome. Anyway. Do they collect these wristbands <clears throat> back at the end? I'm sure. You can keep it, but they did have like recycle bins. So Shelly and I just put them back. Like we didn't, fascinating. We didn't yeah. need them. And, uh, you know, unrelated, 50% uh, of my bank account was debited by the Russian government after uh, having the RF wristband. So... Well, just, they do need that money joke. for their failing, failing, yeah. <laughs> disgraceful Economy. war. Yeah. So I also celebrated on your birthday, Blake. Did you go to Taylor Swift too? No, I didn't, it wasn't. <laughs> I have no I mean, friends left. So, so here's I actually brought Dave. I didn't bring you. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm, you're going to get me killed in my sleep. Yeah, That's that'd be so mean. right there. Yeah. Ne next conference. Now, we, Dave, you're next my. conference we go to. You're I'm my conference ride or die for cocktail places. hundred percent. Yeah. So, I mean. We so the family and I we went out to uh, it's this is hard. It wasn't as cool as Taylor Swift, but I mean, it was what is? It was really cool. I know, right? Michael Jackson, Rolling Stones, nothing is as cool. I mean, one of them you have to raise from the dead, and that's pretty freaking cool. So, um, so I'd say uh, Saturday went out to Kentucky and visited a friend of mine named Darren, who's the lead singer. We are messengers, and yeah, we got fun. to go. Yeah, we got to go hang out for a show, and and it was just a good time. That that's is it. fun. It wasn't Taylor Swift, but it was well, it was cool seeing friends. Let's, let's move into my five truths and a lie then. I'm the one on the spot today because um, that yeah, involves my Saturday. Should we refocus the episode? We're, we're kind of recapping our Philo experience because we just got back from Philo last week, which was amazing. Like, well, this is the Super Bowl for us, and I think it lived up to the hype, truly. It really did. Well, I mean, the episode title was going to be Philo Recap, but now it's Philo Recap, comma, Surprise Taylor Swift Concert. <laughs> and she's actually in the next room. She's going to come out halfway through and be on the podcast. I think I would faint. <laughs> you would, and then we do the rest of the episode without you and then play it for you later. Yep. Right. She's going to sing you happy birthday, a la uh, Marilyn Monroe. Monroe, John Kennedy. <laughs> All right, let's move along. Uh, yes, we're going to do our Philo Recap episode. Okay, so why do I feel like these five truths and a lie all happened when I was asleep at Philo? Because, Toby, you're not the only one being drugged in this room. Um, or wait, you are the one being <laughs> drugged in this room. What's in my coffee? Yep. Uh, okay, so here we go. Here's five truths and a lie for me. Number one, I left the QR codes for the lightsaber signups at the Airbnb on Tuesday morning, so that's why Dave and I were 10 minutes late. Hmm. Well, I was getting the smoothies, so I honestly wouldn't even know. I, I was on smoothie run both days, so. that There's a lot of smoothie runs. There's yeah. the smoothie run to get the smoothie run, and then there's the smoothie <laughs> run after you've had your smoothie. All right, shout out Brian Saganaro when we went to Yo, Christ Community Church. Siggy. I told that story. Did you? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Number two, I left the banner for our big display in the men's restroom when we went over to Amplio. So y'all didn't see me for an hour because I had to drive all the way back. I had to call Sarah, uh, who runs the Philo Conference, and panic. Um, and she had to tell me <laughs> I'm not going into the men's bathroom, but I'll find a dude and ask him to go in there for me, which that's weird too, Blake. Okay. Number three. I totaled my dad's four-day-old truck on my 30th birthday Saturday because I could have been at Taylor Swift's concert, but instead Toby deprived me. If that's true, I'm going to feel so bad that I was hanging out with your girl while you were totaling your dad's truck. I mean, honestly, that's going to be the next Taylor song. Can you hear it written now? The teardrops of my totaled <laughs> truck. Wow. Number good four. good you don't co-write with her. Drew and I stayed up till 2.30 a.m. talking Tuesday night and came up with our next three years of marketing plans. Hmm. I know you guys were in the hot tub for like a second before you realized it was 80 degrees. and Well, and also there was a trap door that oh, we yeah. should have fallen and died. Guys, I was calling 
uh, I, you know, Saturday was a bad day for me on my birthday. So I decided to give someone some hell and I was calling the Airbnb people trying to get that trip for us for free and sending them the picture. I almost got it for us. Number five, I had to get, um, Brian Deshawn to teach me how to put the lightsabers together, uh, so we could use them for the giveaway, but I still couldn't do it. So I had to have Ryan do it when we got there. Mm. Six and finally, Dave and I used the company card to buy a $500 bottle of bourbon for the Church of the Highlands when we went out to dinner with them. Dab. Uh, okay. I mean, our listeners can't see my face like trying to... He was trying to comprehend. Comprehend all this. I'm like, you went out to dinner with the Highlands guys? I mean, I know we saw Griff and uh, Justin Firesheets, but... Uh, hmm. You know, after that $500 bottle of bourbon, they don't hmm. remember it either. <laughs> okay so let's go back over these i i know you left the banner back at willow creek i i didn't know about that because Did well somebody told me and then i saw like you needed the keys to the car and then you were gone for an hour so somebody said yeah we forgot the banner i didn't know it was in the men's restroom yeah but, it's not but funny at least it wasn't in the women's restroom so at least there's that um so left, left the QR codes for the lightsaber signups. Uh, I probably believe that because I I wasn't there to uh, to prove prove it wrong. Uh, going back to the uh, the bottle of bourbon, I feel like that is true because I would immediately jump on that as a lie. But I'm going to say it's true, and then we're going to have a very curious discussion about this after the podcast. And huh, the lightsabers, I kind of believe that. Like, why would you know how to put together lightsabers? You're you're a nerd, but not a Star Wars nerd. Not a proficient nerd. You're a Taylor Swift nerd. You're there a, we go. You're a Swifty. Um, you stayed up till 2.30. I know you guys stayed up late on Tuesday night. Um, I didn't know about the marketing plans. Um, I'm going to say one of the boring ones is the lie. I'm going to say that you did not leave the QR codes for the signups. And that is the lie. All right, Dave. What's your, I'm gonna now that Toby's given given his guess. What's your guess? I wasn't listening. No I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my turn to talk, y'all. Okay, seriously though, um, I'm gonna guess the you did not stay up with Drew until two thirty and figure out all the marketing plans for the year. And Dave is correct. Oh man, I am. All right, but they're also. There also were two lies. We did not buy the $500 bottle oh, of bourbon. okay. That was me to prank you for yeah. Taylor Swift. You didn't even know about Taylor Swift when you wrote down that prank. Toby, I build in yeah. pranks because I know you're going to get me <laughs> okay. in other areas. Okay, hold on. Now, now Toby, when, when he oh, just Dave, said- Oh, Dave, did you Dave do that was, and I forgot? What? No. Uh, when he said that that was, uh, that I was correct, how much of your thought process was, oh my gosh, they did buy $500 in bourbon? So uh, how ironic real this panic moment is, is you didn't wait long enough to reveal <laughs> that that one was also a lie. Yeah. And I won't go into the details of it, but um, the Highlands guys pranked Blake at Philo. They totally got him good. So Oh, that's right. I don't think we're allowed to say this. that. Griff McCravey and Justin Firesheets, <laughs> they totally pranked Blake. But again, they didn't hold the laughter till long enough yeah so you could see like blake just like freaking out for a second and a half before they just started laughing and saying it's a joke what was it well we'll tell you when we're not recording oh so, gotcha. so i don't get them okay. into trouble but gotcha. uh yeah okay. it, it was, just made a pretty funny joke it was good <clears throat> okay so yes guys i uh i totaled the nashville soccer club if i wasn't a christian i would put a hex on that that organization because they're they've inconvenienced me three times the top one now being their fan just had to get to the stadium three seconds earlier and recklessly turned in front of us. 
and I've been in three wrecks, but two of them are fender benders that don't even count as wrecks in my mind because they're so small. <clears throat> I demolished this vehicle. If they are, if I don't slam on my brakes, I think there is a dead woman in Nashville because her idiot husband decides to run right in front of us. He had no chance of making it. Like it's the dumbest wreck. Well, the cops are already there because it's at the Nashville Soccer Club. Yeah. And I can tell between that and Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift did come through for me on Saturday. These <laughs> cops don't want to deal with me at five. They got to deal with Taylor Swift all night. So they come up to us miraculously, even though we totaled these vehicles, we're all fine. And so they're like, y'all are good. Y'all are good. Well, you're not at fault. Your name won't even be on the report. You can go. And I'm just like, oh, great. So my birthday is only like ruined for this hour, not for the whole day. Yeah. So the truck is, is it totaled or? Oh, it's destroyed. Okay. And four days old, but. Four days of a lease vehicle. it was not your. It's not mine. And it's not your fault. No, they went. I mean, it was so definitively not my fault. There wasn't even questions. It was like, you can go. So your dad's going to turn the totaled car and get a new one. Well, it's insurance will cover the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, don't send it to Nissan, but like it's their lease vehicle. It's not even his car. That's a life hack, guys. If you're in a group of people, always take the lease car out on town. Yeah. It's not a hard replacement. Yeah. And quick little rabbit trail. Saturday night was crazy in Nashville. You had Taylor Swift. You had Nashville Soccer Club. You had Blake, who's Janet Jackson? Uh, A female singer um, that was, was she from the Jackson 5? Meaning she's related to? You're cold. Michael Jackson. You're, You're close. Yes, or and reminds Michael me of a Jordan. Story. Yeah, oh, don't say that yet. <laughs> yeah. So, but Oprah was there too. Like she was. Uh, she was where? She didn't she speak at like oh. MTSU's graduation or something? Like I know that? there were two graduations as well. Yeah, Not yeah. MTSU. It was um, Vanderbilt. Nope, it wasn't Vanderbilt either. Belmont? It was Tennessee. Not Tennessee Tech. Not Belmont. Oh my gosh! One of the other universities. We so get. hold on. What other university could afford to have Oprah as their speaker? Uh, if there's one that's kind of like more inner city and there's a lot of like African American, historically population. black college. Yeah, it's a HBC. I think they call. Oh, it interesting. Okay. Oh my gosh, my brother-in-law got yeah, his yeah. master's there, well, and I can't remember. But you also had Trevor Noah at the Ryman too. Are you serious? Hundred percent. And there was a concert yeah. at uh, the amphitheater, uh, Ascend Amphitheater. I don't know who was there. Ascend. Oh, I don't know. But some people that, w- as we were walking to Taylor Swift, said, "Oh, we're actually yeah. going to the amphitheater." So. Oh, interesting. Is it is the is Ascend the one that's over there by Thompson Station? Is it more south or is it in the Nashville area? Oh, it's in downtown. Oh, okay. you're thinking of the Mule House. Yeah, that's it. Which is an up and coming venue. Yeah, I I don't don't quote me on this number, but I want to say there was almost a half a million more people in the city than oh, no, normal. There, there was because like I saw some yeah. number on that. Yeah, um, we we got caught up into it driving back from Kentucky. So why were you in Kentucky? Well, remember I said I we celebrated, your, I celebrated your birthday uh seeing a We Are Messenger show in Kentucky. It where was in a, Kentucky. It was uh I can't remember. Blake never listens. The only it's, thing in Kentucky is bourbon and nothing. Yeah, it's um uh crud. It's it's about two hours up. It's not Louisville. Bowling it's, Green. Uh it's it's just north of Bowling Green. Okay. So it's in that area. And so it's this like in the middle of nowhere amphitheater out there. And it was uh, the last stop on the Casting Crowns, We Are Messengers, and Ben Fuller tour. And so saw that tour. Driving back into Nashville right around 1130s when we were getting in, and it was just a sea of cars. Like we knew we were going to hit the Swifty traffic coming in, but it was it was ridiculous. It was – I've never seen traffic like this outside of maybe that like one time in L.A. during mm-hmm. rush hour. It was wild. That's intense. Well, so should we uh, take a journey to Chicago with our friends listening today? Yeah, let's go somewhere where Toby hasn't betrayed me and my car hasn't been totaled. Let's recap, Philo. This will be three uh, 
big segments, essentially the journey to Philo, Toby's top Philo stories, and Blake failing at Philo. <laughs> and Dave will be, be providing the uh, commentary along the way. So uh, Blake and I fly up Monday morning, May 1st. And what happens at the airport going through security, Blake? Uh, Toby fails me. Um, <laughs> he rushes us through the new airport. I've never gone through the new the new one, so, and I've always checked a bag. I'm just like, I'm going to check the bag at some point. We don't check the bag. Well, they didn't did. need to check the bag. Our I, bags were small enough we could carry them on. Yeah, but I had sensitive radioactive material in there, apparently. <laughs> they flag my bag, make okay. me stand there forever, and then they show me my Bosley shampoo, which is like $80, and they toss it. Yeah. So I am balding already now. Mm -hmm. um, I can see it. I've been using that for like yeah. seven years now at this point. So that was pretty devastating. But it's okay. Toby reimbursed me the moment the, the moment it happened. It was great. It was like a Finmo transaction with interest. So yeah. <laughs> and so we're uh we're flying southwest, so we get in our spot and I have A list preferred because Shelly and I fly a lot. And yeah. so Blake That's also how you got into the Taylor Swift concert. That's right. Um so uh I get on and I I scan my ticket and then Blake's right behind me and, and I kinda like, you know, quietly say to the the flight attendant taking our tickets. So I was like, you might want to check this guy. Uh, he's a little sketch. He says this multiple <laughs> times to multiple plane officials. And I'm thinking okay. we're not going to make it to Philo. I'm like, he's full of gas and he might drop a bomb. So <laughs> you, you know, they take those seriously, right? I didn't say. Toby wanted yeah. me to get cavity searched for a third time on his behalf. I literally yeah. have twice at this point. Is That's it, not a joke. Is that just so he can prove to everybody that in fact, you really aren't wearing underwear? <laughs> that could be it. If it happened publicly, I guess. Oh, our yeah, poor and listeners. I'll, and I'll tell you what, that would have been less pain than what I experienced on my birthday. Okay. And so we get on the flight, and I tell the flight attendant, I'm like, yeah, this is my manservant. And they just, they <laughs> loved it. They ate it up. Well, and their memories were so good. By the yeah. end of the flight, the girl had walked back, and I didn't have my seatbelt on. And without flinching or stopping, she just looks down and goes, buckle up, maids, manservant. <laughs> I mean, my goodness. So we're on the flight, and I, I hate to fly. I get super anxious and nervous, but uh, my doctor gave me, like, a breathing exercise to try. And so I was like, okay, I'll try that. And so I did these breathing exercises, the Wim Hof breathing exercises. And you can look it up online. Okay. This guy is famous for, like, submerging himself into ice and then doing the breathing exercises, and his body temperature doesn't change or something. It's crazy. So I did it, and... Sounds like a deal with the devil. I'm telling you, like, it's... I mean, it's essentially meditation, but I was so relaxed and, like, almost on a different, on a different plane, you know, theoretical plane. And then Blake... Blake gets served a drink, like a... Water. A water. And then what <laughs> happens, like, 17 seconds later? They, they literally... It was less than five minutes. They'd given everybody their water, and then they go... All right, we're going to hit real extreme turbulence. We're going to have to come take that back up and uh, pray for your life. <laughs> I was freaking out. And then there was no turbulence, really. I never had flight attendants take back drinks because Wait, of... They they took the drinks they back. Took they the came drinks back. I was, so, Dave, you see that reaction? I'm thinking, this is going to be a bad flight. This is the end. Yeah. I'm going to die. It's my worst fear come true. I'm going to die next to Toby. <laughs> Meanwhile, Toby's sitting there just huffing something. Oh, Toby I, was, literally, I was out. Toby yeah. literally said that was the most relaxed he'd ever been in his life. Yeah, it was amazing. You should look yeah. that exercise up, though. I, I couldn't even get through it last night because I was trying to go to sleep. I, it put me out. Mm. Like, it's real. It's Seriously. Basically, it's basically just 40 deep is, breaths. Yeah. yeah, it's it's just deep breathing in a certain pattern, but it's, yeah. is it's it like, amazing. Is it like the box breathing thing? Or it's is it not different? the box breathing, but it's different, okay. but yeah. Oh, okay. It's fascinating. 
little, little meta commentary here. And, Toby. and oh, sorry. I'm going to move your next bullet point into Blake failing at Philo because okay, it's more appropriate. Perfect. Um, so, yes, they like they scared the crap out of Blake saying that. Literally, I took a poop on the plane, <laughs> <laughs> which is very hard to do. That's and then it wasn't it was barely yeah. turbulent. But then I've heard, you know, a few other people flights in that day. It was really turbulent because, I mean, it's the windy city. So yeah. wind creates turbulence. And chapped lips. Me and Dave literally had to get medication for our lips the next morning. That was medical oh, yeah. grade what we bought at that gas station. Yep. So Blake and I get to Chicago and we were there like essentially a day early because we, we wanted to hang out in the city. Of course, it was cold and rainy on May 1st. Stupid Chicago. This is pre-betrayal, so I'm having a great time with Toby. But uh, we we went up to the top, top of the Hancock Center. So 96th floor. And we uh, we hung out there and just had a drink at the at the lounge for a little bit and then i think my favorite thing was the the starbucks reserve hang on let's let's say one more comment about okay, that sorry when we're up 95 floors also we've now moved into the toby's top philo stories section of the podcast i'm sorry no no you're fine I i'm just don't take directions well. i'm just progressing us dave we were so high up in the building yeah. that the tall buildings you could look down on them and they looked small was this were you in the sears tower is that where you were not the sears tower the other okay. one the hancock Gotcha. Center, okay. which is like on the opposite side. Yeah, 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 yeah. But still almost just as high. <clears throat> and people that worked there confirmed that we were just making it up in our heads, but it feels like the building is moving, like swaying. Oh, yeah. And well, the Sears Tower does sway. Yeah. I, when buildings are that tall, yeah, they build them to sway. Like so they told us that they did. There has though. to be some set, they're, they're more flexible than you think because if they're rigid like that. No, I, I don't know about Chicago. So, I, so talking from Alaska, which was home for me, you know, we don't have tall buildings like that, but all the buildings that were any kind of tall, like above, I don't know, 10 stories or something like that, they're, they got to be made to be earthquake proof. And so they're on, like, I've been in one of those buildings as an earthquake is happening and it, they're on rollers. They literally do this. And so the whole time you're thinking the thing's coming down and it really isn't that bad, but they're, they're made to give like so they told to. us the hancock center was not created to sway but sears tower is wild and uh when i did years ago i did the the sears tower thing like walk out into the glass box and look down yeah and so they they talked about the swaying and they said on a really windy day like you got to be careful going to the bathroom because the toilets will splash back because there's so much movement that like the water gets okay. going in the toilets and it will like full-on come out of the toilet <laughs> it's crazy Oh my goodness! Do you think a tornado can take down a skyscraper? Now that I'm, now that we're talking about all these things, tornado hit downtown Nashville maybe ten years ago, and it blew out a lot yeah. of windows and skyscrapers, but it didn't like didn't take down the building. It's just windows. So uh, yeah, after that we went to the Starbucks Reserve, and it's five stories. Big. Did you love that as much as I did? It was pretty great, and I, they had a co yeah. they had a coffee bar in there too, mm -hmm. like a bar bar. Yeah, it yeah. was amazing. Uh, first time I ever went to one was in Seattle. And the Seattle Starbucks Reserve is is pretty awesome, too. It's yeah. not five stories, though. So this sounds extra. And so. is that the original one in Pike's Pike's Place? No. The, honestly, the original one in Pike's Place, it's super boring. Mm. It's just a small little coffee yeah. lounge bar. It's, it's just the original. Yeah, it's That's just the it's original. It. It's branded to look old kind of a deal. You know, the, cool, the coolest thing about the Starbucks location, like the original one in Pike's Place, is actually Pike's Place. The, the mm. Starbucks location is kind of boring. So anyway. That's funny. Anyway, the this, though, I didn't get a chance to go, but five-story Starbucks reserves, 
Dude, their coffee bar is incredible. How, did you get a like, drink there? I got or? an actual drink. It was awesome. They're really good. I, it was legit maybe yeah. the best cup of coffee I've ever had in my life. And I don't like Starbucks normally. No, you don't. So it was it was amazing. So then from Starbucks, we, you know, oh, I guess we, we skipped that. We ate lunch at the, you can't escape deep dish in Chicago. Giordano's. We tried to get lunch anywhere we could because we've mm-hmm. had so much Giordano's. We still ended up at Giordano's. Mm-hmm. You know, I enjoyed myself. I love deep dish. I know Same. it's a an acquired thing, but and then we got to hang out with the Flatirons crew. Now that was where it was actually and fun. And then, oh yeah, and Dave suddenly just like showed Appeared up out, out of, of nowhere. See, here's the thing about Dave: uh, if a church tech is nearby, <laughs> Dave's presence can yeah. just appear. It's his God given talent. I think you Thank told you. me like, hey, I think Dave's going to join us. And then like 30 seconds later, I was like, oh, hey, Dave, where'd yeah. you come from? Yeah. I So I literally landed it at the airport right around uh, 1.30-ish. And, um, well, our plan was I was going to hang around a little bit longer and pick up Doug, who's mm-hmm. uh, Drew's dad, yep. and bring him to wherever we were hanging out with. So I finally got Doug and me in the rental car, and we're on our way to – Chicago, you know, and I messaged Blake and I'm like, Hey, it's, what is it? Like two 30, something like that. And I said, Hey, where, where are we going? Where am I meeting you? And that was like, like three dots in a dash. Three dots That's in a my dash. only objective. Yeah. Yeah. And so have you ever told that Chicago story from uh, last fall on the no, podcast? I don't at think all? I have actually. There's, there's a, okay. So you need to take a second to talk about why three dots in a dash had to happen. The minute I got off the airplane, we've been to Chicago. Now I've been to Chicago on work five times. Yep. Never been on pleasure. It's always been on work. And every time we've tried to get to three dots in a dash. And one night, you know, Toby was tired. And one night uh, we couldn't do it for this reason. Well, then one night, me and it was uh, the MXU live event. It was MXU live event. We were coming out of the Amplio uh, after party. After party. Yeah. And we had to leave early because Grandpa Toby was really tired. We did. That was really confusing. And, and this is why we take two vehicles with us whenever we're at an after party. Look, Grandpa Toby works hard, <laughs> unlike the rest of you knuckleheads that are just trying to get to the tiki bar. That's and true. has to go to bed at 830. So I look at Dave. At this point, I've known Dave for like maybe a couple months in yeah. terms of actual, no real quality time. I think this is our first moment. Totally. It's 1030 and I just grab him by the collar and I'm like, Dave, no pressure, but all the pressure. I'm going <laughs> to guilt you into go. I'm not going in the city alone. I will pay to Uber us 50 minutes in and 50 minutes back to go to this iconic bar. And so Dave just kind of goes, all right, here we go. You've got an eight, you know, holding a threes collar and the threes like approval. Okay. So we, we go in and they turn us away. They did. They said they were full. They had an hour left. Yeah. Well, then we ended up at this place called the Violet Hour. And that was awesome. It was. Well, then it's like 1.30 a.m. and you want the party to keep going. Me and Dave turned down a street corner and I'm inst- we're instantly like in a city war zone. Uh-huh. And how many people got murdered on that street that night after we left? I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, no joke. It was it was a park right near that street. There, there was there a was, shooting there was at a, a shooting. park It was right like a, there. It was 11 people, right? I, were, I don't know. It was six. I don't know that anybody actually died, but like okay. there was a shooting and yeah. several people were, were injured. Yeah. yeah so, so no laughing matter. Like we're in real peril here. Yeah. So we are... So taking the story back a little bit, we are our, our hotel is about thirty five minutes away from downtown. So we had left the MXU the 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 co branded Amplio Church Gear after party from the MXU tour in Chicago, which was at Soul City Church, which is incredible. Drove thirty five minutes to our hotel. It's it's not late, but it's late enough to where I'm going. I could go to bed. I'm ready to go to bed. Blake's heartbroken because he didn't get to go to three <laughs> dots in a dash, and he's he's legit just like. We got to do this thing. And I'm thinking we got to go 35 minutes back into town, do the thing, then 35 minutes, right? So don't want to do it. 
We ended up hopping an Uber, did it anyway. It was a great decision. Get to the place, and like Blake said, wouldn't let us in. Yeah. All right. And I'm thinking, oh, they're just, you know, it's it's maybe we're not dressed fancy mm-hmm. enough or something. No, they were just cut off for the night. Went to the Violet Hour. Probably the best cocktails I've ever had in my life for the Violet Hour. Heck um. Today, still. A top five for me. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. So, um, so anyway, you're right. We get out of that. We turn a corner because we're looking for food and we're hungry. It's what time is it? Is 1.30. It like 1.30 in the morning. And you ever you ever get this place where you're walking in a city and you realize you went down the wrong road? I've gotten out <clears throat> on the subway in New York about 12 blocks too far into Harlem one time. So, yes, <laughs> I know what that feels like. OK. And so and so you make a turn and. And like, you know, you're in a bad spot when there are people on that street surprised to see you there. <laughs> and that's what it was. Like people were giving us looks going like doing, uh-uh, you know, uh-uh. wide eyed, shaking their head going like, you're not supposed to hear. So, so you call the lift. The party drains out of me instantly. And I call yeah. a lift. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to throw it back to you. So oh, right now. Okay. Yep, so I call the lift. I'm, I'm, I really literally am clutching Dave's shoulder. I'm like, Dave was in the army. We can make it out of here. <laughs> Dave's like, I'm fat as steel. Man. <laughs> fat as steel. I'm not knocking anything down. <laughs> this car, this car drive. I'm not kidding. Drives up to us and goes, I've canceled this ride and drives off. Oh yeah. Took one look at us. One, one look at us locks on the doors and just just apparently we looked rough too and i just look at dave and i'm like what is up with me not being able to get transportation in chicago like between that and the other time we got Mm -hmm. stuck there the second one shows up we get in his car and i you know puppy dog eyes i'm like hey man can you drop us by mcdonald's so that was how we (laughs) had our then i don't think i went to sleep until like 3 30 by the time we got back me and toby wake up at five yeah that was the worst car ride back Mm -hmm. of my life yeah, because you guys drove the uh, box van back. Well, I drove the box truck back. It's oh, I not, did no it's driving. It's not any better being the passenger in that vehicle. Well, it is rough. At least you can pretend to try and sleep. Yeah, totally. So, so let's return back to current times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this is why three dots and a dash were important, right? So I call you. I'm at the airport. I've got Doug in the car. It's 2.30 in the afternoon, and I'm like, where am I meeting you? And you're like, three dots and a dash opens at 4 o'clock. We're going to go. So we go. And on my way, I get a text from Tyler Kenishiro, who's a good friend of mine, who's over at, uh, he's a uh, global production director over at Flatirons Church. And um, I knew he was in town. And he goes, hey, where are we hanging out tonight? What's dinner? What are you guys doing? I'm like, well, we're getting ready to go to Three Dots and a Dash right now. And he types back. It's like, well, that's <laughs> that's early. I was like, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, we, we got to make sure that we get it in this time. So I'm thinking Tyler's got, you know, uh, like one or two guys with him. I'm thinking he's got Brando. He's probably got Jeff. And and I'm like, oh, it's just him. Well, I get there and, you know, pop up over three dots in a dash, me, Doug, you guys, and um, enjoying the atmosphere. And all of a sudden in walks Tyler Kinoshiro and his nine other people that he brought to Philo. And I'm going, we're going to be buying a lot of beverages more than I expected. So anyway. This is this is how you do Philo, though. You should bring your whole team. It's so fun. Yeah. I saw a couple people that had come completely alone, and I was like, ah, that is that is a bummer. Mm-hmm. And what's a bummer is, like, a lot of them said, yeah, my church only, like, approved one ticket, or I even had to pay my own way. You know, it's, yeah. I wish we could buy everyone tickets. But maybe yeah. Todd Elliott's like, yes, yes, you can. <laughs> yeah, I would say there are, in, in my opinion, and this is my personal opinion, 
there are two events that if you're a church production director, you, you should be trying to go to and taking your team to every single year. And it's going to be Philo and it's going to be the MXU tour. Like those two specific events, like the amount of resources, and we can talk about it later if we have time, just the breakouts and the quality of them and how applicable they are to what you do in your ministry and training and building up your team. It's, it's better than any other thing that's out there right now. Like we can get in another conversation about NAB and I was there a couple of weeks ago and that's great, but it's not ministry focused, even though there's a lot of ministry people there. Philo and MXU is really where it's at. Well, so. it's it's the technical training, and and then it's the hangs. I mean, how many people mm-hmm. have we had on this podcast that talk about yeah. getting close with the people that you're doing ministry with, so that you can handle the bad moments easily? Absolutely. And how many people have we had on this podcast that were then teaching at Philo and MXU? Like, oh, if you a want ton. if you want the full content from those guys and girls, then you oh, know, yeah, those two conferences, and of course, a Taylor Swift <laughs> concert. Like that Gosh, is the third of, of the the trio of perfect events to go to. You. you you should go to a Taylor Swift concert sometime, Blake. All right, Toby, I'm going to throw it back to you. You standing in line for a beverage at the after party. Well, I was going to uh, jump back uh, back to uh, hanging out with the Flatirons guys, and it was the first time I'd met Brando, their new video director. Just and, the coolest name. Oh, he is so cool. Yeah. And so he, I honestly, I didn't even really remember this because I get it sometimes, and I think it's funny, but he said, oh, oh cool, you work at Church Gear. What do you do at Church Gear? And I guess Tyler was kind of ticked, like, Dude, he owns Church Gear. Like, act like you've been here before. And I just think it's funny. I could care less. And I say price gear. Well, I was gonna say like, look, I sweep the floors and I fire Blake. I'm the janitor. I take out the garbage. Oh, (laughs) hot garbage. But uh, speaking of embarrassing moments about asking somebody where they work, Blake, you had one of these too. Yeah, we'll just drag one of my Blake failing at Philo's up here. I looked at a Jeff (laughs) Vanergeese. And you're not even saying his name right. You want to get his name right? Jeff Vander Geis? Nope. Geese. Geesen? Vander Geesen. Vander Goosen? Look, I can't help it that he's related to geese. Um, <laughs> I look at him in his Amplio jacket and I was like, oh, do you work for you work for Amplio? And he just kind of chuckles. And then I think you told me, Toby, that he was like, oh, he owns Amplio. And I was, was like, me. oh, so he doesn't work at Amplio then. He's yeah, I was, I was standing right there. I was like, this is Mr. Amplio. Yeah. Jeff, I'm sorry. And, I'm sorry. And I assume Jeff is a lot like me in that, like, that doesn't offend us at all. Like, we think it's funny. Oh, yeah. He giggled. I mean. He honestly probably loved that. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Toby, okay, back to so, you. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, we, we co-hosted a uh, the only, only after, Philo party after party at Philo yeah. um, at the Amplio headquarters. And, I mean, there had to be over 250 people that joined us. There are food trucks, axe throwing. Um, they had, uh, what else they had? They ping pong table, um, fire pits. Yeah. Um, they're making some drinks. Caleb, so you know, you've got, you've got Caleb's hidden uh, dash stash of bourbon in his office, which I totally <laughs> didn't take Brando yeah. to to enjoy. And they are launching a podcast soon. I don't know if I'm, sp- I won't give any details about it, yeah. but like they're going to start. Um, an Amplio podcast. So All right. uh, I hope so, well, that was okay to break here. <laughs> well, just everybody text Caleb Lepke and be like, what are you going to talk about? So it's going to yeah. be really cool for the the church tech community. Yeah. Um, so I'm standing in line and then uh, started talking to a girl named Erin that works at Amplio. And she asked, oh, are you with the church gear crew? And I was like, yeah. And it, it was one of those mo- moments, Blake, where it's like, oh, like it, <laughs> it fills me with joy. She says, I love the podcast. She said, I, I listened to it on my way in, into work. And so finally, I feel like you and I are those morning uh, radio hosts that everybody loves. Look, I just want to, you know, wake you up, your cup of coffee and our nonsense. That's right. That's the morning routine. So that was, you know, that tickled my ego just a little bit. 
So then let's see what's next here. We got Joe from Fellowship Little Rock coming over to the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so... Uh, Tall Joe. Joe, uh, the video director at... And I'm not even going to try and pronounce his last name because it's it's way too confusing for me. His last but, name is Joe Too Tall. Too Tall. So okay. he's the, the video director at uh, Fellowship Bible Church in Little Rock. And I've never met a more outgoing church tech. Have you met Dave? He's way more outgoing than Dave. <gasps> That's not really that hard to do. He would stay, like, and he was telling us how he had flown through Atlanta on his way, so Little Rock to Atlanta, just so he could ride a roller coaster 25 times and then turn around and came to Chicago on like two hours of sleep. <laughs> he Joe's got a lot of energy. Oh my god! But gosh. that was fun to to have him come over to the house and hang with us for a few hours on Monday night. All right. Well, I need to go to Little Rock and hang out with Joe. Over oh, weekend. totally. I, I feel like that's just going to be a lot of really great stories and just ride coasters. I guess when you have that much uh, energy, you don't need a cup of Joe if you're Joe. All right. So then, tell us about uh, Duke DeJong. Yeah, Duke is with uh, Vantage Pro um, yeah. Integration, and so I was talking to Duke, and I met him last year at Philo. Uh, really good dude, and so he's saying. Yeah, I just and he's got this big like baritone deep voice, and oh, yeah. I can't do it. But uh, he's saying I I watch your videos all the time online. Mm-hmm. He says I don't know what they're about half the time, but I just can't stop watching. It's yep. like a train wreck. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is this is church gear right here. Hey, whatever we need to do to get the attention. That's right. Yeah, and that's then, pretty I much Blake and I's mo. I'm really bummed. I didn't know Duke was there. He was working the door. He was one of the uh, the volunteers. You're kidding. No. Oh, my gosh. So I, I, I what knew happens him when, you when take... he was at CCI like years ago. Mm-hmm. So, okay. When you take the secret entrance, Dave, you, you miss the door, guys. And then at one point, I was walking by the Digico booth, and I hear, I, all of a sudden, I hear like, hey, Toby. And I turn, and it's Kyle McMahon. He's like, come here. And so he and- um, I told you not to talk about buying drugs on the podcast. He and Ryan are behind their booth. And so Willow has just like- benches that are in their lobby, but they get pushed back to the wall when the booths get set up. And so there are, there are legit two napping benches behind the Digico's. So it's like the the lounge, the Digico lounge. Yeah. And so I felt like, as far as I know, I was the only one invited into the Digico lounge. Well, then you invited me into the Digico lounge to tell funny stories about me being like Dwight from The Office. So Oh, that's true. I got invited as well just to be burned upon. It was amazing. So I, I was telling them about this because somehow we started talking about The Office. And I was like, we have a Dwight. Yeah. And so I bring him over and they kind of look at him and they're like, oh, I could see it. And then Blake opens his mouth. <laughs> My favorite thing to do, you know? What can I say? So he starts talking, and they're like, their eyes just get huge. And they're like, oh my gosh, he is Dwight. He and is he Dwight. Just, he's not even intending to be Dwight. Yeah. He just is. Yeah. The Thank worst you, part Blake. is when you tried to not be, somehow it makes you it, it more. It's like so much worse. It's like quicksand oh, yeah, yeah. struggling in it. Okay. So if he's Dwight, who am I? Oh, who should Dave be? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you want to be, Dave? Because uh, there's, you know, there's some fun characters to be, and then there's some characters yeah. you're like, oh no. Uh, Who's I that guy s- that loves bourbon and bacon? Is that bourbon me? Bourbon and bacon. You're thinking of um, Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. I, well, I get those. I get those two shows. Yeah. mixed up so you lot. know who you are okay, what, who? your role at Church Gear is to go out on the road and engage with our clients and love on our church techs. Totally. And so you were Todd Packer, who is the road rep. Who is the now? You're not Mister Inappropriate, but Todd Packer on The Office is the most wildly inappropriate character on the whole show. All right, now I have to go back and rewatch The Office. Yeah. It's been forever. Okay, Todd Packer. That's yep. a pretty brutal comp right there. 
I know. So, talking about stuff being brutal, <laughs> let's talk about Blake failing at Philo. Toby, you want to hit the first bullet point? Okay, so as we're going to, as Blake and I are going to the Hancock Center, if, if you guys are familiar with Chicago, there's the Water Tower Place is right next door, and it's a mall. It's a mall. But the Lego store in that mall is super cool because they built the Chicago skyline in the front of the store. So there are, you know, Lego skyscrapers that are eight feet tall. And so Blake and I wanted to go in. Again, it's cold and raining, so we're looking for any opportunity to get inside and dry off for a minute. So we go up there, and um, we we look at the Legos. We take a little a quick little video content and then turn around, and there's like a, a Chicago-based um, – I forget what they sell. It's a food vendor. And on the uh, – on their cart or whatever. They had three pictures of famous Chicagoans. They had um, Bill Murray, Oprah, and another person. And so as I do, because Blake is so hilariously unaware of pop culture, I say, okay, Blake, who are these people? And so he looks and he says, Bill Murray. And he says, Oprah. And he says, Michael, Michael Jackson. And I stop him and I'm like, again, who is this? Michael Jackson. Dave, is Michael Jackson from Chicago? No. Is there another Michael J? Is there another MJ? That is from Chicago? Doubles. Yeah, it was Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Here's the worst part. <laughs> yeah. In my, truly, please believe me, uh, I'll admit all my dumbness, but in my mind, I was saying Michael Jackson. Or sorry, I was oh, you were <laughs> saying Michael Jackson. <laughs> hold, hold on. I was, hold on. Surprise. You were saying Michael Jackson. <laughs> in my, like, I knew it was Michael Jordan, but then I kept saying Michael Jackson. I don't yeah. know why. I watched the whole Jordan oh. documentary on Netflix. That was just amazing. Yeah. That was fun. Okay, quick quick little Jordan sidebar. So we're in, um, going back a couple of weeks, we're in Vegas at NAB. When I, and by we, I mean me. I was there. Yeah, and, you didn't invite um, us. The just hotel. like the Taylor Swift concert didn't invite us. <laughs> just, you're right. Um, and so downstairs in this hotel, and for, for people who know me well know that I really enjoy cigars. And so downstairs, and I think I can say that on the podcast. Yes, you can. 100%. Um, so go downstairs in our hotel. I'm at the Hilton Resorts World, and there's an incredible cigar lounge in the Hilton Resorts World. I walk into the humidor and um, picking out some cigars, and there's some church tech friends with me whose names I won't reveal because I just don't know. <laughs> How their you know? church feels about tobacco? Yeah, you know, I mean. The Church so, of Gear is okay with it. But. Yes. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, you know, I, I haven't talked to them, so I don't want to reveal their names. So I'm with some friends, and we're picking out cigars. And next thing I know, I'm picking cigars out for pretty much everybody in the humidor, you know, because they're all not normal cigar goers. They're like, eh, it's late at night. We're in Vegas. We're going to try something new kind of a thing. So I'm helping them out. I look over to the right in this humidor and there's a wall of um, humidor lockers in the humidor, right? And on there you see um, some pretty big names. But one of those names right at the top was Michael Jordan. So Michael Jordan, when he's in Vegas, has a cigar humidor locker in, I think it's eight, eight cigar lounge is what it's called. So anyway, wow. sorry. Fascinating. So... Speaking of uh, big names, uh, my dad uh, had something to say to me this past weekend. Oh. Now, just to clarify, was this before or after you totaled his truck? This is before. Um, <laughs> which, you know, I'd like to say that the it, National Soccer true. Club totaled my dad's truck. Um, and do you think this this story will still be true after you've totaled your dad's truck? Oh, 100%. Okay. Um my dad uh, says, you know, son, uh, I'm really proud of you. And I was like, oh, thanks, dad. Why? And he goes, well, I actually had to work hard growing up. You're just on the podcast saying you're BS. 
I was like, Dad, that's not my whole job. Um, to which Toby said, yes, it, it basically is. Because my dad worked 38 years in a Nissan factory, so yeah. that was hard work. Yeah. But, yep, there's a, there's my dad burning on me. I mean, I, th- I honestly think it's hard work to know as little as you do about, like, it is difficult to not know that Michael Jordan is not Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. See, I was going to I was gonna say it's difficult not to know like some of the like production gear brands and stuff like oh, that because sure. there's a learning curve to that too. You yeah. just took it to a whole nother level. Oh yeah, like that's just that's just life challenges right there. Yeah, I mean for for Blake to know what Venue Flex is and what it does, like mm-hmm. that's difficult. But for him to to do what to poor Luke Vogel, I threw water all over Luke Vogel uh, at the Venue Flex spot. Although I guess technically it was oh. a Mike Reynolds booth. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I have. Sorry, you finish your story. No, that's all. I, oh, okay, I just okay. then I ran to the bathroom and they're all like, "It's fine," and I'm like, "Dang it!" So I got a chance to finally meet Luke uh, um, at Philo, and you tell him you were his father. I did, and <laughs> <laughs> with the lightsaber in hand, with the Darth Vader. One. I feel like there's a bigger story here. Beautiful. Is that exactly what yeah. you did? Okay. No, so, I didn't. But we should have. So I we, need to go back in time right now. If you know anything and about, Blake, bring Blake to the Taylor concert. Oh yeah. If you know anything about. The bathroom locations in that whole like vendor hall over mm-hmm. Willow is that they're mm-hmm. they're at the extreme ends. Yeah. So you got to go for quite the height. You got to walk no matter where you are. You're oh, yeah, gonna work got... your poop up by the end of it. Just oh, start walking before you even. Need oh yeah, to go. I did twenty thousand steps. I'm pretty sure fifty percent of those would walk into the bathroom. <laughs> so I, I'm coming out of the bathroom from like the far south end of the room, and I pass. Um, not Venue Flex, it's Pixel Flex. Mm-hmm. And they have a pretty cool booth. Pixel Flex had this, like, if you know anything about Pixel Flex LED products, their LED products bend, hence the word flex. Are they paying for this ad, Dave? Um, they should. Okay. Yeah. Um, yep. They're just Dave, giving more free Taylor Swift tickets. Yeah, Dave at churchgear.com. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm passing by, and that word, Pixel Flex, is in my brain. And Luke is on the other end where Mike Reynolds are, and I go over there, and I'm looking for Steven Ruda. I want to go say hi to Steve, and no one calls him Steve. I want to say hi to Steven. You mean you want to say hi to Mike? What? His Mike, name is Mike. Mike, Mike Reynolds. Reynolds. That's the joke. Oh, okay. You scared me for a second. I was like, oh, my gosh. I've been calling him Steven for three years. <laughs> so I go up there, and Luke's there, and I'm thoroughly confused because Luke's with Venue Flex, yep. but in my brain now, Luke is with Pixel Flex. Mm. Pixel Flex is on the other end of the room. He's actually with Mike Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. And he's with Mike Reynolds. So I'm so confused. And I'm asking, like, hey, you got a really cool booth down there. And he's giving me the weirdest look. And I'm going, something's off. And I can't figure it out. And so after, like, a couple questions, I finally remember, oh, no, you're not with that other brand down the road. You're here. And it was confusing me because I didn't know him and Mike Reynolds were, like, you know, together for this event. And so anyway, it was interesting. I felt like a complete – uh, Dumas for the first like <laughs> 30 seconds. Of that kind of, and I was, to be honest, I'm just like, I know who you are. I'm not this stupid normally, but right now I'm an idiot. So that, that's anyway. what I said to the picture of Michael Jordan as I couldn't say his name correctly. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I just love Stephen Neruda. He's one of my favorite people on the planet. Um, yeah. But I thought what he did was so cool. Like he, it was the MikeReynolds.com booth, but he invited two of his favorite like partners yeah. um, in DPA and VenueFlex to kind of join him at the booth. It was really awesome. Yeah. And so I finally got a chance to learn all about uh, like the VenueFlex uh, choir product. And I'm messing the model name up because mm-hmm. I don't remember the Well, it's ChoirFlex, I think. Is it ChoirFlex? Yeah. Great. That makes sense. I should have remembered that. That's but okay. It's not PixelFlex. I, yeah. 
<laughs> now I'm just imagining all the members in the choir simultaneously doing mm -hmm. a backbend together mm -hmm. for Choir Flex. Well, I mean, honestly, getting getting the rundown on that product, and this is hilarious because this really is not an ad. It, it's just impressive. I've, I've been legitimately wondering, how does this work? It doesn't make sense. And he took the time to explain it to me, and I'm pretty fascinated. It's pretty cool. That is cool. Um, and what wasn't cool was Rusty Anderson at the after party. Yeah, well, let's clarify. Rusty Anderson is actually very cool. Nope, yeah. not anymore. <laughs> I had a great time with Rusty. I walk up to him uh, in the whole table, and he, when he sees me, it's not, hello, Blake, how you doing? Good to see you. It's, he just goes, I do not have Blake energy right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you were exhibiting some serious Blake energy. I was moment. on my extrovertism. You um, were. Well, yeah, it's the after party. So that was a fun Blake fail at the at the after party. And then also, um, should we not say this person's name? Because it's kind of funny what he says. It, it's your story. We so. have a friend tell us that he found his wife on this dating app. And the moment he finished, this is one of the our church text buddies. Mm -hmm. The moment he finishes saying it, he immediately says, don't use this app. <laughs> I was like, hang is on, man. Is he worried okay. that we're going to find his wife on the app as well? I don't know, but isn't that a weird thought to be like, I met my wife this way, and then go, yeah. don't use this app. Yeah, don't <laughs> do what I did. It was just so funny. We, like, dragged him after that. Uh, it was great It was great hanging out with him, though. Um, okay, the what, Sorry, I'm just in my mind right now. I'm fascinated because I was there with you guys this whole time, but you guys had a completely different experience yeah. than I did. So in, in hindsight, like, I don't know that – I saw that much of you guys at the actual event. I was mm -hmm. off doing my own thing, visiting with people. Well, you weren't even in Caleb's office with me where uh, me and Brando, Brando looks at the line to, for the open bar and he goes, I'm not standing at this. Yeah. Well, I take him to Caleb's office, bore, a generous bore of whatever Caleb has in his his home office. I hope he's yeah. fine with us saying this. And uh, he comes into the office and I'm like, oh, crap. And we talk to him for 20 minutes and then he leaves and he never notices that we're <laughs> just standing there drinking <laughs> oh, his whiskey. I'm sure he noticed, but I don't know how much he cared. I mean, that's that's why it's there, let's be honest. But, like, as cool as whatever he had in a bottle there, um, the candle he was burning was even cooler. And I can't remember. Like, it's a candle company made here in Nashville, and I can't remember the name of them, but they're amazing. Um, so I got invited over to Caleb's office at the end. He came up to me. He was like, hey, Dave, I need you to own cigars. I'm like, uh, this is a job for me, 100%. <laughs> and um, he was like, they just, you know, he I guess he had bought two boxes of cigars of Perdomo, um, and the plan was to hand them out towards the end as the you know the the after party was starting to thin down, and we're starting to get. There's always this part in these after parties where it's like three phases. Two thirds of the people eventually kind of leave, and the last third stick around for and close the whole thing down for the last like couple hours. Grandpa so, Toby was in the first wave of leaving. <laughs> oh Grandpa yeah, you are. I mean, is there is there such thing as like we? The first wave was invented because of Toby. Let's be honest. <laughs> what if we that didn't? That's my wave. What if there was only one wave. car and we didn't give him the car keys? Like, I bet Toby at by midnight is just asleep in an office, oh, right? 100%. Oh, yeah. It would Absolutely. have been by like 9.30. I've been asleep, yeah. would asleep you in somebody's office. us for yeah. the keys? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. So I end up uh, I end up grabbing a buddy, and we go into Caleb's office, and we're opening up the cigars to pass out to everybody and go out. And we, I got to be that person, and I'm just really thankful for that. So I want to continue the tradition with Amplio. I'm saying it right here. I've said it before, but I'm saying it here. Um, every Amplio event, I want to be the cigar girl. That's all I want in my life. Cigar girl. <laughs> yeah, that, that's just what I want to be. Like when we go to the, um, the golf tournament, I want to be the cigar girl. I can't play golf. Um, Will you be wearing a skirt? Well, I mean. A kilt. If I have to, you said you <laughs> yes. wanted to be the scar girl. Yeah. Let's, if I have to, I will. You need a T-shirt that says "Cigar Girl." 
Yeah. All right. Church yep. Gear Cigar Girl. Big Church Gear logo on it. <laughs> well, that's right. I'm kind of wondering how that will go. And I was also wondering when we were trying to leave Philo, where the heck David parked? <laughs> Dave is in a conversation with someone and he's locked in. Like he'd already given this, yeah, one second. And we could tell it's going to be more than that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I need to get my bag because me and Toby are flying out like immediately after the last session starts. Yeah. And I realized, did y'all know that Willow has a big parking lot? Pretty massive. Well, you imagine a church with a million square feet in their building might have a few parking spaces. So kid you not, I start from one end and I just start walking and <laughs> clicking the button. And wouldn't you know, it was on the very other end of the parking lot. Yeah. Poor Doug Hester was waiting for me at your car to say bye. <laughs> yeah, Never saw yeah. him. because Eventually he said, well, I don't know well, how long guess, Blake's going to be, so yeah. I'm going to head back in. Yeah, well, I mean... I knew you were going out there to look for it because I gave you the keys. I never thought to tell you where it was. It wasn't that far. It was pretty close up to... If I the, just turned left instead of right. You're right. Yeah. Mm. So, anyway. And the last fail I have for myself at Philo was... Uh, my sister doesn't know who the Rolling Stones are. Um, this is uh, just an aside to kind of vindicate myself on this radio program. That's actually my parents' fault. Uh, in high school, I found out she was invited on a date. And she said, Dad, who are the Rolling Stones? So your parents failed you, Blake. Yep. So it's not me. The common denominator is them. <laughs> and that wait, was all of my failings. Way to throw your dad under the bus after he already told you he listens to the podcast now. Well, I had to throw yep. him under the bus. Can't throw him under his truck. His truck doesn't work anymore. That's true. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, also, Toby, this weekend when I was hanging out with my dad, he said, hey, can I see a picture of your boss? I always hear him. I never, I don't know what he looks like. So I showed him all of your pictures from Lake Day. So that was... <laughs> <laughs> lake Day. <laughs> all right. Speaking of a Lake Day, let's... Yeah. Uh, unless anyone has any other stories, let's wrap on a tech takeaway. Um, I mean, I've got... I have actually have a handful of stories. I don't oh, know well, how much okay. I want to say this. So, um, so we, we had a story about we're at this Airbnb... Um, and the Airbnb has a hot tub that won't get above 80 degrees, right? So that's a problem. So we we finally get there after the – it was after the after party, right? Is this uh, – yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, it was Tuesday. It was right after the after party. And so we're, we're tired, right? But y'all had a moment where you like, you, we have to go into the uh, hot tub. We have to make and, use of it. Yeah, and for me, I'm going – the only thing I want to do is I want to make sweet love to this massage chair. Oh, Dave. Right? So uh, – so we had a. Probably, you should probably say there is a massage chair there, in this Airbnb. Yeah, like so a there's mall. Probably, like, like, look at the really expensive massage chairs that you'll see at a mall, and add probably another five thousand dollars on top of that. That's the massage chair that was in this Airbnb. And so I jump Which, onto the massage chair. We're not staying in a fancy one, by the way. It's like no. so random it's that just, this is just a in house. Here. Yeah, just a house. Um, it's it was an interesting house, but it was a house. It was a lot. Of, it felt like I told my wife it felt like you took seven houses, yeah, and you took one room out of each of those and put them all in one random house together. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, that's exactly this house. So I get in there. You, you, you boys are getting ready to jump into the the hot tub, and I immediately jump into this massage chair. And it's twelve thirty about. And next thing I remember is I woke up in the massage chair after two in the morning, and. Yeah, so I was... Was your body sore from all that massaging? Because it kind of squeezed your uh, oh, yeah. shins to the point oh, yeah. that I thought my legs were going to pop like well, a zit. He, yeah, well, here's it. Yeah, it was it was rough. So um, it wasn't that bad that night, but when I woke up in the morning, I felt like I felt like I, I it was pretty rough. Felt like you got I in had, a car wreck? Oh, yeah, I felt like I got in a car wreck. It was rough. Um, I want to talk about really quick just some of the... I got a chance to visit some of the breakouts. So that's one of the things in visiting all these conferences and, and doing the traveling that we do 
is that oftentimes we get to be a vendor, we get to see people out in vendor hall, but we don't often get to take part in a lot of the stuff that's going on in the, in the actual conference. Oh, contrary. I walked so, into two different sessions oh, and did. after five minutes I left because I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> okay. So, but that, that's what I'm talking about. Like, so I got to, so I stood around for the very first general session through worship and through, um, and through Todd's message. Right. And then I left probably two thirds of the way through Todd's message because I had to make a phone call. Right. And so I, I saw my way out, but that's the only general session I saw, but I did get to sit in on, um, one of Rusty Anderson's sessions, um, when he talked about cameras, but it was mostly about like not regular handheld cameras, cameras used in the context of like jibs and that's when he used all his energy. Yeah. All of it. Didn't have any left for me. Yeah. That's when, that's when the Blake energy came out was during his talk. And so, Sat in for one of those. Sat in. Um, one of my favorite was Chad Vegas's breakout, which was um, less to do with productiony things and tech know-how, but really all about like leading yourself well, leading your team well. Because if anyone knows anything about Chad's story, and you can listen to our podcast because we had him on recently, um, he 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 has an, a crazy testimony that's been the last few years of his life through COVID and health and all that kind of stuff and getting like, he still can't get through a normal conversation without it still affecting him in a massive way. And so getting to hear him uh, talk about that, I was sitting by um, Chris McDonald from, uh, what's the name of that church in Kentucky? Um, it's it's a New Albany, Indiana, <clears throat> uh, Northside Christian church. Indiana. It's, oh, it's, it's right in the top part. When you're yeah, in, it's like 40 yeah, yeah, minutes yeah. outside of uh, Louisville. When you're yeah, in Kentucky's okay. hat, you can end up in Indiana or Illinois accidentally very yeah, easily. I think that's exactly what happened to me. But hung out with him, drank some good coffee, and just listened to Chris talk about uh, – or sorry, Chad talk about his testimony, and that was really, really cool. Um, I do think the geek in me, though, I had the best time hanging out with Zach Brady with DMB and my friend Daniel Ellis, who mixes for We the Kingdom – and them demoing uh, Soundscape. So, uh, so DMB Soundscape. For any of you who don't know, it's um, it's their it's it's their um, dive into the whole immersive audio thing, right? And so I know Daniel's mix. I've heard uh, We the Kingdom live, or I've seen them a few times in an arena context. And so I know what the left right mix sounds like. I, I know what his mix sounds like. And I'm going, okay, well. I've heard Soundscape demoed before through really pristine sounding tracks. And, you know, we all like it's the super hype. Like, here's the 30 second demo what this thing can do. I'm like, well, I want to hear what it what just a really simple like if I'm if I'm touring with a band and I'm jumping into Soundscape in a venue, how do I trans how is my mix gonna translate into Soundscape in 30 minutes? Right. And so that's what we basically got to see. You got to see Daniel sit there with his left, right mix of you know, his touring file, and then just kind of convert that into a soundscape rig. Excuse me. <clears throat> Got a burp. And um, we don't edit that out. Burping in the <laughs> microphone. <clears throat> and getting to hear the difference, knowing what his left, right sounds like, it's, guys, it's just dumb. So it was really cool to listen to that whole thing. And, of course, Zach Brady is being Zach Brady the entire time, which is Zach what Brady I love is about quite him. funny, honestly. He was He's the breakout Philo star for me. I'd never yeah. met him. Yeah, he's hilarious. Anyway, those are some of my breakouts. Those are some of my stories. Um, but I wanted to draw attention on those because the breakouts on the ev- these events, they're some of my favorite things about the events. So there you go. Not to mention we had, what, 30 people that we filmed for 
Oh, encouragement I think videos? it was upwards of almost to 50. Yeah, oh, those will be coming awesome. out all year of either yeah, Word yeah. of Encouragement, Disaster Story, or um, Tech Takeaway. And Zach yeah. Brady's Disaster Story is quite clutch. Is he it? set a high bar. That'll be the first one that comes out. That's pretty funny. Okay. So part of my role at Philo was I was communicating with, you know, 30, 40, 50 people to try and get them over to our booth to film these encouraging videos. And part of that was like, you know, Blake and Drew have talked a lot about, wouldn't it be really great to end every single week of the year uh, with some sort of social post encouraging church techs around the country? And I'm going, I love that idea. I hate the idea of it always being me, Blake and Drew. That's just not fun. And so Dave, I'm thought a was bucket just, of fun. I don't know well, what you're talking about. You're fun, but like every everyone else week, but Rusty Anderson has level energy for me. Yeah. <laughs> but like I'm thinking how much cooler would it be if we grabbed church technical leaders from all across the country and invited them to our, you know, film them to do these videos? And that's what we release. So we get a chance to let our community encourage our community every single week of the year. And I feel like it was a success. It seemed like we had a lot of turnout for that. So I don't know. The Instagram algorithm will be the judge of that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so that's great, though, Dave. Those were honestly really good. Like those stories were all kind of your tech takeaways, really. Um, Sure. Basically. So, Toby, I've got a tech takeaway. I don't know if you've got a tech takeaway I from do. Philo. I do. Okay. Do you want to go first? Yes. Um, so just, you know, the sense of community that we experienced. Um, I know church production can often be a very lonely thing, and a lot of our listeners are, they're the only one on staff at their church. And so, you know, they're leading a, a team of volunteers, and they have, you know, that community around them. But it, it's just something, there's something special about coming to these events and being around people just like you for several days and uh, just building those relationships, having meals together, drinking coffee together, telling, you know, war stories together that it's, uh, if, if anyone's ever been to church camp back in high school, like it's kind of that feeling, you kind of come off that mountain high and it, it does last for a while. And so I would just encourage anybody listening, get to one of these events uh, make it a priority in your budget. Tell your tell your pastoral leadership, look, this is really gonna this is gonna make Sunday better because I will be healthier and just get more creativity than I would if I didn't come. So, yeah, yeah. Clip out what Toby just said there and uh, and send it to him. I mean, seriously, like it's yeah. Uh, so my tech takeaway, you know, what's God's favorite number? People say it's seven, but his second favorite number is three. Um, so I have three tech takeaways. Uh, first one is reach out to the churches that are around you. We had a lot of techs tell me that they are friends with the other techs at other churches. If you're the only tech in your church, who's your community? It's the other churches around you. And so uh, that's a that's a tech takeaway because um, that's really encouraged them, the ones that had done that. Uh, secondly, uh I had someone tell me that they'd gotten volunteers from wearing their tech tech away, or their their tech yes shirt at church. Like someone had come up to me like, "What's that?" and he's like, "Tells them their tech director." And then they started volunteering their ministry. So, wear that tech yes shirt and use it to get people in your 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 tech ministry. Yeah, I think we need a a, a whole lot more tech yeah uh, swag out there. And yeah. I think uh, we also need um, some tech nope swag oh, out there. So for the tech fails, you get a tech <laughs> nope. You know the easy button? It's like the reverse. It yeah. says tech no. See, tech no is already a thing. So we got to, you know, that's why I was thinking tech nope. We can steal it. Um, <laughs> my last tech takeaway is uh, I just want to give away more stuff next year. It was so fun seeing everybody in tech yes shirts. So yeah. I'm trying to dream up what we're going to give away next year to see return to us the following. So tickets to Taylor Swift. That worked out well for me, Blake. You know, it's such a Toby move that I'm getting a car total thinking I'm going to prison while Toby's going to Taylor Swift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Well, do uh, you guys got anything to plug? <laughs> How about Taylor Swift? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, I'm going to plug having a tracker on your boss's phone so you can know when he is betraying you. Yeah. Why do I feel like that might actually already exist? Probably so. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us. We hope to see you back next week for more absurd stories, tech takeaways, and overall buffoonery here at the Church Gear Studios. Blake, uh, it took everything within me not to post all sorts of pictures and videos from the Taylor Swift concert until after this podcast, because I just wanted to totally, you know, drop that nugget of goodness on you. I, You know what's crazy is you were holding that back. I was holding back the car wreck from posting because I wanted to surprise you with that. <laughs> but we both had a surprise and I'd love to trade you. Is that possible? Can we do, can, no, God, mine, mine sounds there? better. Can we do a tradesies? <laughs> That'd be amazing. I mean, I wonder if there are things that our, our podcast listeners are holding from posting on social that they should just stop holding. You know, I would say that they're holding back a great resource for their other tech friends, their, the other tech friends that are in the churches around them, this podcast. So, you know, post it on social, tag your friends, tell them why they should like it. And quite honestly, if that's a little too intimidating, just text it to them. You can easily just hit share this episode and uh, hit your messenger button and it'll, it'll go over to them and that'll keep you from betraying them deeply. And also, if you're going to a Taylor Swift show on this tour, please uh, tag me and Blake and say like, Toby, you were right. It was awesome. And suck it, Blake. I quit. Okay, Blake, I've been working on some jingles for our new website launch. So I've got churchy, churchy, church, church gear. Toby, what have I told you about singing on the podcast? It doesn't work. But you know what is working? Our new website. You can actually get it to load on your phone. You can actually buy a new piece of gear without your phone bursting into flames. Well, what if I spelled it out like C-H-U-R-C-G-E-R? Toby, Toby, stop. That is not working. But you know what is working? The search bar on our website. You can actually search speakers and speakers will appear. No joke. That didn't always work. Okay, what if I just did something like go to churchgear.com? You know what? That one works.